Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always always better better when Salt and Pepper come come together. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. So I'm so sorry. Welcome to the Paprika and Pepper podcast. Hmm, That sounds nice. That sounds nice. Kind of gross. My name's Olivia. My name is Paprika. Yeah. Lisa. You did not consult the the podcast when you made your change. I did not. Did did the podcast want me to do that? (laughs) I did not. Well, considering the previous co-host had black hair, this still works a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually made a TikTok the other day. It's in my drafts, but I want to post it. And it says, although I made a rash decision to dye my hair red, I still, um, what's it called? Oh, although I made a rash decision to dye my hair red, I still identify as a blonde. So don't call me redhead. Oh my gosh. That's, that is something a blonde would say. <clears throat> it's, it's temporary. Yeah. It's a phase, mom. Mom? Yeah, it's you, a phase. Are you calling Don't worry, mom? mom. It's a phase. Okay. I wasn't worried. You know how people say. Yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, I think it looks great. So. Yeah. I don't think you should be like, um, like, oh, it's a phase. Have it as long as you want. It looks good. It is only a phase. I have even debated. I have a hair appointment on Thursday um, in a couple days, and I've debated. I'm like, should I just go back to blonde? Because it's just hard um, adjusting as far as, like, styling and, yeah. like, getting used to your hair being mm-hmm. that way. Like, I'm really curious about seeing myself mm-hmm. in a reel with this color. Yeah. Um, the first day waking up, looking in the mirror, I was so shocked. Like, whoa, yeah, whoa, I did that. That's funny. Um, I've never had that situation, so. Even when you, like, dyed your hair all black? No, because I I have always had black hair. Right. So I've never, like, gone to a different color. And I think that's what I was really wanting. I like to shock myself every so often. I love change. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it's great. Yeah, it's great for fall. I've never had so many people in my DMs saying how much they liked my hair, which I thought was really surprising. Yeah. Um, And almost every single one said, I really want to go red too. I'm like, just do it. Why not? Just do it, but don't copy me. Don't. As long as you give me the um, credit. Credit. Well, because you are the first person ever to dye their hair red. So I'm the reason they're dying their hair red. Then I'm going to take that. Um, So so my current obsession (laughs) is you usually say yours, but you talk too long about your hair. I usually say what the episode's about, but it's okay. I never did that. Oh, go ahead. Playing the victim. Playing the victim. We don't believe that you should play a victim. Like Jackie Schimmel said from the the bleep Bible, she says, wait, what does she say? (laughs) 
she says that I give uh, you my loss thank of you thank you no she's she said it really funny she was saying that like people that are victims live on victim island and they only understand what it's like to live on victim victim island mm-hmm. and they're like victim home and victim job yeah and she went on and on and on for about 20 minutes but it was funny um what's true okay. victims usually don't even call themselves victims right what's your current obsession um my current obsession is I haven't been able to talk about it yet. We got Stray Kids tickets. Yes, you. I'm pretty sure we talked about this last week, didn't we? Or no? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Oh, you mm-hmm. were you were planning the process of getting them. I think I had them by last week. Yeah, but we didn't record. Last but we week. didn't record. Yes. yes, that's what it was. Yes. So I'm like yeah dying so excited um uh yeah it's gonna be in texas which um no offense texas but kind of offense when you come from the northwest into a place like that that's like flat yeah it doesn't make sense i was and it's so funny because i was just in austin and so by the time i I, we're gonna be staying in austin Mm -hmm. by the time we go i go back to austin to stay there it'll be a year yeah. since I had just been there yeah so that's weird I'm gonna be staying with my best friend Kitty Boss so excited one of your- one one of them thank you one of the very few <laughs> um and yeah we're gonna it's in Fort Worth so that's a few hours away and we'll be driving for the day and all that but I'm Oh, I cannot believe we got tickets, first of all. And then yeah. such good seats. Yeah. It's just, it's unbelievable. I can't believe I'm seeing them twice within a year. I know. <sighs> Did not it's think a it problem. would happen. <laughs> it is not a problem. <laughs> oh, so excited. Good. That's in March? Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, my current obsession is butternut squash. Oh, this has happened before. Yeah, This I happens like almost every fall. Yeah, I love it. It's because my mom doesn't let me use the oven in the summertime. Oh my gosh, that's such a mom thing. My 12. She's like, it heats the house up too much. Well, she has a degree. She says, if over 90 degrees, you can't use the oven. That and I'm just so like, funny. oh is my that gosh. A, is that a menopause thing? <laughs> it's like you're no. not allowed to turn. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I love butternut squash. I just bake it and it's so good. And I really want to make a butternut squash soup or some sort of mm. pasta with butternut squash. The only thing I'll say yes. about it is I get it from Trader Joe's and it goes bad in like three days. Do you still get the cubed one? Yeah, it's the best yeah. kind I found. And then yeah. if I get it from Costco, there's so much of it. I need to cook it all at once because it literally... You can't freeze it oh i don't know maybe you, you could freeze it oh maybe you, you could i wonder that. if it would taste different probably not wait and then you could probably freeze your um trader joe's one if you don't which when i buy it i'll typically cook it that week yeah but um i notice it goes bad even before the date it's supposed to go bad and then it's all <sighs> slimy and i, I still want to yeah. eat it because i'm like i don't want to throw this away um tra- uh sorry costco has a really good butternut squash pasta that we get every year oh nice so yummy yeah so good yeah it's like the pasta itself is butternut squash yeah it's so good yeah um okay great well uh let's get down to the silver lining of the week um i've been crying especially this, this one day last week i was crying to zav because i was just so stressed out um I just have like so many things going on, business stuff, whatever, just so many things. I get off the phone with him. I go home. Within 24 hours, I bake and make a cake yeah. from scratch. 
uh, dyed my hair red. I made and edited a TikTok, which took me over an hour. Um, I worked and I started a mom's group within 24 hours. That's great. An hour's not it. that long to do a TikTok, by the way. It's not. But when you're doing so many other things that maybe you could choose to use your time oh, with differently. <laughs> when I make these freaking reels for the podcast, everyone. <laughs> I'm just like, why has it been three hours? What am I doing? Why am I cutting and pasting random photos into these reels? Um, That's fun, though. But I realized, like, my my stress was over not doing things for myself that are really fun for me. So, like, starting the mom's group, almost like doing things that I have been wanting to do and just been putting off or not right. choosing to prioritize. Even things for myself. Like, I mean, who knew that dyeing my hair would make me feel so good? Right. Uh, so yeah, it was like unexpected fun. It was like the most chaotic 24 hours of my life. I know. But, um, I can't believe I actually felt better afterwards. Usually it's the opposite. Yeah. When I saw you going to Target, that's when I got more worried. Cause I'm like, it was like nine nine I was like, there's no way that this, this person is box dyeing their hair. And then I texted you and I'm just like, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> yeah, your texts to me were the funniest. Yeah, because I was so concerned. But once you went to salon centric, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. she's actually trying something. But comically enough, the morning of you were telling me about how people that tell you to dye your hair red are sabotaging you and how you'll never do it. And you're convinced people hate you. And then you were dying your hair by that evening. So I don't know if it was like it planted in your head or what was going on with that. I was concerned just the nod yeah I have no idea what came over me (laughs) I know I don't know either um okay so my silver lining is is um jumping off of last week when I was talking about Zendaya's age this isn't a silver lining this is just a story um (laughs) my silver linings are usually stories so you can get one (laughs) um so (coughs) if everyone remembers I felt better about my life because Zendaya's 26 So I was like, you know, she's 26. She isn't that much younger than me. I'm not nearly as accomplished as her. That's fine. Then I found out Scarlett Johansson's age and I went back to feeling bad. How old do you think she is? Well, after you say that, I'm thinking early 30s, but I think she's she's like 30s. Yeah, I think she's... um, Maybe like 36. Yeah, she's 37. And then I think, oh, that's kind of, that's older. And then I think, oh, I'm almost 30, which means. She's still quite older than us. Seven years for how, I mean, number one, I guess. Number one, how sexy she is. How much she's done. N- number two, how much she's done. Number three, like she's a but woman. she's one of those people who started younger. Totally. You know? But so did Zendaya. But I just feel like with Scarlett, you're like, how do you look like that? How are you that? You're like this wrong that you icon. call her just Scarlett. Scar Joe. Scar Joe. Scar Joe. Um, so anyway, I just was feeling confused. And then I found out Florence Pugh's age. And oh, she's, she's our age. Oh, she's 27. And then I look at her and I'm like, you're oh. hot. You're accomplished. When do we get hot? When do I get hot? When does that happen? <laughs> it's like, when do you just get sexy like ScarJo? Does that happen? I mean, you're hot. What do Thank you? you. <laughs> the I face. Mean, 
you know some people just have that like sex um, factor about them yeah, they just Scarlett do Johansson. like she has like big boobs and you know like sexy features anyway so i'm just gonna start or stop looking up how old people are so okay today we're talking about not being the victim so stop so i mean i think this comes from a lot of things just in life and i think if anybody's listening they everybody listening knows a victim like they know somebody i mean truly a victim obviously i think we're all victims of things but we all know that one person that will never let it go and i think it goes without saying we don't need to be like like obviously there are really hard things people go through like tragic and horrible things but i think we can speak to all of it like not tragic and tragic and we can be like everyone goes through things and no one is special and i will all i will stand by that till the day that i die you are not special for what you went through yeah i think what's really difficult um about even like becoming a victim but like well in becoming a victim like having something really difficult happen to you is even if it's like not so drastic as what other people have gone through you know people think about like the holocaust or genocides or having to live through wars or like people living in north korea right now that's insane you know, yeah stuff like that yeah. yeah things are happening right now yeah um and i think what can be really difficult is when you go through something for you that's difficult and not to that degree you can almost like feel guilty Mm -hmm. and like why is this hurting me so badly like why am I taking this so horribly and I just want to say like that's okay it's okay that people whatever happens that it hits you really hard Mm -hmm. but what are you going to do with that right you can't allow yourself to live in this space of um, constantly allowing that to hurt you. Mm-hmm. It will. You like being a victim of something means that you're always like going to be a victim of that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, something, this is so random and it's going to sound like a ta- tangent, but um, I was watching this YouTube video about what drowning does to your body. And I found out that um, having drowned doesn't mean that um, you have died. You can have drowned, which makes sense. You could have drowned and lived. It's just fatal or infatal right. or So like unfatal. if somebody rescues you and then resuscitates you, still you, have you have drowned. drowned. Right. And um, that kind of is the same thing with being a victim. Like whether you live through it or you die, like you're a victim. Uh-huh. And it's what you do with it. And it's really interesting, that chatterbook that we've been listening to. I've been thinking about that so much as far as um, therapy that I've done. And I have realized, and I know therapy works. I know therapy is good. And it has helped me. But I think that the more I had done therapy, I almost felt worse about the situations I was in. And um, there was a lot of breakthrough when I ended the therapy and I was done talking about the same things over and over again. Isn't that interesting? Oh, I've always thought that. Okay. Yeah, I've just never said it. Right. Because it's, it's so interesting that you said that because I was noticing when people were kind of all going to the same person mm-hmm. and I'm like, you look like you want to kill yourself. Oh, I was. Every time you're done with this. Yeah. That is not good. Yeah. 
Not that there's not good that can come from it. It brings up a lot. It brings up a lot. I think it's good to have a mediator, somebody you can talk to. But like you're saying, I think sometimes it's just like, and not you specifically, but people listening, it's like, when are you going to start moving forward from this? Mm-hmm. Talk about it if you need to, and then let's grow from it because you are giving that thing power. If somebody hurt you, let's say just simply so it's not triggering, like you got robbed, right? And you're fine and you're safe, but everything was taken. It's like, are you going to move from your house? You know, I'm not saying that's bad, but like, what are you going to do at that point? Are you going to talk about it? Are you going to get locks? Are you going to be in a perpetual state of fear all the time? Are you going to let that one person who stole from you dictate the rest of your life? Are you never going to trust anyone ever again? And it's like, yes, bad things happen because crappy people are crappy people and we have sin in this world. And bottom line, things are going to happen to you. But are you willing to, like you said, use that to grow, Mm -hmm. use that to talk to people, use that to help people, Mm -hmm. use that to bring glory to God because you can use that to bring glory to God. Bad things that happen, you can be used for his kingdom. Yeah. But that's uh, what it should be used for. Like that's what trials and issues are for. We were literally just talking about this with a friend. I love my small group and what we've been doing every week um, is everyone's been sharing their story. And uh, one of our friends was just talking about how he has had a very difficult life. Um, A lot of things happen. And he was talking about how thankful he was that he's like chosen God in the midst of all of it. And it can be hard because you're still going to go through difficulties, different ones, sometimes the same ones, they just come up and Mm -hmm. like you, you try your best to like still work through it even when it comes back up. But we just kept encouraging him. We're like, it's the fact that you chose. Like, you yeah. went through these difficulties. And, you know, the trials are also given by God. But also the devil has a hold on you. And God allows the devil to do things. Because God wants to know that you're going to persevere and choose him through that. And that's what, like, ultimately, that's how we show that we love God. Is, like, by choosing him mm-hmm. through those trials and through those difficulties. Yeah. And then it's what you do with that story later. It's... That is why I'm thankful for the depression that I went through. I wish I didn't go through it. My times of suicidal thoughts and um, my postpartum, oh gosh, that hell of postpartum and having anxiety, like not being able to sleep because I'm always thinking about like my kid's going to die. Like while they're sleeping, my kid's going to die. If I'm not watching them, my kid's going to die. And they're like, while you're in it, you just feel like you're drowning and you can't get out of it. But in hindsight, I'm so thankful. I still allowed people other than myself to watch my kids. Mm. I'm thankful that I relinquished control, which also ultimately that's what God wants from us. Right. Relinquish control because you can't have a hold on things. You can't protect things with all your life, like your life and your kids lives should be in your hands like I went through some difficulty when I was younger which I don't really like to talk about on the podcast um as far as like my I guess you could say like privacy was taken from me um and I could choose to be so worried about the same thing happening to my kids and I could choose to be so afraid of anyone being around my children Mm -hmm. Or I can say, God forbid that happens, but if it does, I know what to do right. afterwards. Mm-hmm. I know what to do during. 
I will probably make adjustments to try to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. But it's what you do with that afterwards. Mm -hmm. And then that would unfortunately become my child's story. But I can't live this life where I know I have to work. I know other people have to watch my kids in order yeah. for that to happen. You like this is my calling. Live. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to allow your life to go the way it needs to go. And issues are going to happen. Things are going to happen. But you can't live in fear of those things happening. I think that I really learned that this past year with everything that happened with Arturo because I would notice other people going through very similar trials and it would just be like not in a mean way but it was like we get it you have cancer okay I understand I'm so sorry that happened to you Mm -hmm. you bring it up every day everything you talk about is this it's all encompassing and I believe in mind-body connection without like being too woo-woo like I think if you're only dwelling on things like I don't think your body can properly heal without Mm. being positive and again I'm not saying that you can just like be positive and like get and heal but I just mean like if you say screw this cancer I'm gonna work out I'm gonna work hard I'm not gonna forget who I am I'm gonna keep going and I'm not going to make this my identity. And I think people make being victim the, their identity. Mm-hmm. And with Arturo, it's like he didn't tell a single person. He told his best friend the day before he went to go get surgery. And it was like he did not make this about him. He still hasn't mm-hmm. told certain people that are I removed. I know. Because he still yeah. has chosen to live his life yeah. despite whatever was going to happen. Yeah. Which it's like, of course, we had our moments. He had his moments. But he never, like when he was talking to other people who were going through things 10% that he was he would listen and he would be like your things you're going through are valid I don't even need to bring it mine because Mm -hmm. I'm going through this and not saying you know there shouldn't be times for prayer and you know talking to other people but it was like you were still needing to process a lot with me yes and so and I was like way more than happy to be there through that um and so it's not that we're saying like you can't process things or talk about things. totally I needed to talk about them he was just yeah, like don't and like I was more. like are you kidding <laughs> yeah. me what are you talking about um I had uh not the same situation but um the same like outcomes um my friend was going through like a really difficult um relationship thing and um I had to talk to her because I was like I can't talk about what I'm going through right now, but I am going through a lot and I love being there for you. But when you bring it up every single time we talk and that's the only thing you talk about right? and you're living your life in this like downward spiral mm-hmm. and you're not taking any advice that we're saying to you, it's really <laughs> right. even hurting my feelings Yeah, and we're supposed to like be doing these things together and I don't know if I can handle that and she didn't realize it and she was like I am so sorry we also didn't even like know everything that was happening so I'm like I actually don't understand I just know all the bad stuff and I don't know why it's all happening and um everything after that was totally fine right um a lot of people don't even know that they're just not working on it right and that they're only talking about how Mm -hmm. bad it is and so sometimes it's just putting a spotlight on it and it's like hey this doesn't mean you're not going through something very difficult in a really hard time 
But also what you were saying is so true. You have to start thinking positively in order to be positive. It's not that you're a positive person and then you have positive thoughts. You literally have to start thinking positive thoughts. And again, I can't believe this is still like so strong in my head, but my word of the year, Mm -hmm. mind over matter, it has never meant more to me in my life. I've never... It's, I know like manifesting is BS, but still like the core of what manifesting is, is true. Like you're going to start seeing that more. You're going to start noticing those things more. If you start thinking more positively, if I start thinking mind over matter, thinking in my head, um, that my brain has more power than like the physical things that are happening and my outlook is actually going to change the way that I function, then you can actually stop playing the victim Mm -hmm. and start stop believing that you are a victim yeah yeah and I think it's really empowering sometimes to almost purposefully go through things on your own without looking to other people Mm -hmm. because I mean that's what I do a lot just in like naturally that's what I do and a couple weeks ago I was going through something and I was just like right now I feel like no advice somebody gives me is going to help how I'm feeling. Nothing somebody says to me is going to magically make it better. Mm. So like, what can I do with this? I mean, I can go to God, which is the only person you should be seeking advice from really. Mm. But then also working through it on your own and being like, I'm going to go through this and I'm going to trudge through the mud and I'm going to get through on the other side Mm -hmm. because I'm going to work hard through my power and will and get through this thing and again not saying community and all these things aren't important um sometimes it's not necessary but sometimes it's not necessary because then you are like bringing it up like I remember the days I would come here it would be better because I wasn't thinking about that stuff I was Mm -hmm. just working I was doing the podcast you know I would go to the gym I wasn't thinking about it so it's like if you're always bringing up the same things over and over and over and over it's like how are you even able how is your mind and brain even able to move forward Um, to new and better things and a better future if you're constantly stuck in the past and I think a lot of people do that and it's I mean it's easy to do that Um, but it's it's really it's just it's not all about you no you know there's a lot of people going through things that you have no idea you know and you can't always bring things up about you 24 7 no you can't yeah and why are you bringing things up yeah like what do you want from that yeah I I can tell when someone is bringing things up because they're either trying to make themselves look like it wasn't their fault um so they're like trying to like almost hide what really happened and make themselves look better and like they weren't the issue and on the other side when they're actually trying to talk crap about someone else which that I will not listen to that I will shut down and I will say I actually think that the other person was in the right and you should apologize right um if you're like talking about something it should truly be um it should truly be seeking counsel seeking Mm -hmm. advice over something and being okay with so much of this is maturity being okay with um, being told that you are actually wrong if you're not in the right. Yeah. Like if you didn't go about it the way that you should have, if you didn't um, completely own up to something or if you weren't honest, you need to be okay with like admitting that. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
Well, I can't believe how fast 35 minutes goes by. That was, that was such a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Put ourselves in the back. It's all about us. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if you're listening and you're going through something right now and, you know, it's like find that power within yourself to, to go through those things. Yes. Maybe seek counsel from people, but realize every day that goes by, it's going to get better if you allow it to get better. And I think a lot of people don't want it to. A lot of people don't allow themselves to move forward and move from emotions. Like it's it's normal and natural. I mean, especially even as women, it's natural to go through hormones and go through all of these different things. You almost like want to be apathetic. Like, right. Oh, I just want to live in this for a little bit. And yeah. Like so be I can like feel and, bad. Yeah. yeah. But if you can get through it and see the sunshine through that, you're yeah. like, oh, this is so much better silver than living lining. in that. The silver lining. There's always, always a silver lining. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. Even though I hate sun and I want it to rain. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't yet, you can follow us at Olivia Crin at Lisa Rosser. And you can follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Um, and I think that's it. So it's always been when, when salt and pepper come, come together. together. Bye. Bye. Well, Shakers, thanks for listening to today's show. We are so happy you took the time to listen. If you liked it, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. We will make sure to send you a message. We love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show. It truly means the world. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps our show grow. You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram. Well, I think that's it. So we will shake it up with you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.